Lent is a time for self-reflection and prayer. One way to do this is by exploring the life, actions, and teachings of Jesus. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers these devotions for your Lenten journey. Using the book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels, written by Jack Glasgow, members from our church have prepared daily devotions offering insights, discoveries, and yes, sometimes questions. This week, our devotions correspond with Chapter 6, Seeing in the Passion and Resurrection. Today's devotion is from Ken Green. Listen as the piano arrangement of Be Thou My Vision, played by Alan MacArthur, points you to look at the world through the eyes of Jesus. Our scripture for today comes from Mark 14, 32 through 36. Jesus and his disciples came to a place called Gethsemane. Jesus said to them, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John along with him. He began to feel despair and was anxious. He said to them, I'm very sad. It's as if I'm dying. Stay here and keep alert. Then he went a short distance farther and fell to the ground. He prayed that, if possible, he might be spared the time of suffering. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Take this cup of suffering away from me. However, not what I want, but what you want. Life is hard. There, I said it. I wished it weren't so, but life is hard. 
I probably don't need to provide examples of this, but I will list a few. Think about stress at work, unexpected bills, health challenges, raising children, especially as they inevitably make choices or go through struggles we would not wish for them, or caring for parents experiencing dementia. Life is hard even for Christians. I mean, how easy is it to love your enemies, turn the other cheek, or forgive 70 times 7? Suffering, despair, and anxiousness are very real, and being a Christian does not make us immune to struggle. In 2005, Staples introduced the easy button. It was a big red button that when pressed would say, that was easy. Oh, how I wish there really was an easy button. I don't think I'm alone in that sentiment. Who wouldn't want life to be easier? It took me nine years to earn my doctorate. I started working for the Barrow County School System in year two and devoted most of my attention to my new job. My responsibilities were expanding, and I was committed to doing a great job. Then, in the fall of year nine, I received a letter from the graduate school informing me that I had to finish by the end of the school year or I would need to retake my comps and essentially start over. When I finally submitted the first full draft of my dissertation to my committee, the first response I got was very positive and encouraging. This was the case for all but one committee member. However, the fifth committee member found nothing to like. In fact, the back of every printed page was covered in corrections, comments, and complaints. It was so bad, I seriously considered quitting the program. After all, I was settled in my new career and advancing rapidly and accomplished everything in the doctoral program except officially passing the dissertation defense. The easy thing to do would have been to walk away and renew my focus on my job. I'm so glad that I didn't choose the easy way out. I rewrote the dissertation and passed my defense. Our current culture promotes the idea that life should be easy, and if it isn't, then something is wrong with us. This sentiment may be especially true for Christians. If we are depressed or anxious, angry or stressed, then our faith isn't strong enough. We aren't trusting enough or praying hard enough. Maybe we think that about others. If they would only trust more, their struggles would not be so tough. The problem with this mentality is that when we find life to be hard, and we inevitably will, we feel all alone. We think that we are the only person in the world who is struggling, and no one understands what we are going through. The good news is that we are not alone. Jesus knows despair. He knows anxiety. He knows struggle of the deepest kind. When we are facing challenges that we would rather not face, Jesus understands. 
when we are tired and would rather not do what we know to be the right thing to do, Jesus understands. We are not alone. Jesus has been there. He did not take the easy way out. He submitted himself to a higher godly purpose. Father, for you all things are possible. Take this cup of suffering away from me. However, not what I want, but what you want. According to Jack Glasgow, in chapter 6 of Seeing with Jesus, these narratives remind us of the true humanity of Jesus. The suffering of the cross is not an appearance of suffering. It is true suffering. His oneness with the Father and Spirit does not lessen the severity of his passion. The pain is enormous. The stress of the moment, unbearable. But a larger motivation of love wins out. Jesus will keep on loving to the end. He goes on to say, With the Jesus worldview, we will avoid complaining about minor slights and inconveniences Christians may experience and resist a sense of entitlement that gives Christians favored status over others. This is not the way of Jesus. We will, however, be willing to put our lives on the line for Christ when the situation demands it. Like Jesus, Christians find strength in their own Gethsemane moments. For me, the good news is not only that God understands us, but that he strengthens us for the struggle. I would like to end with Psalm 46, 1. God is our refuge and strength, a help always near in times of great trouble. Let's pray. Dear God, strengthen us in times of trouble. Help us to never forget that you are not only with us, but that you understand us within the struggle. Help us to claim the promise in your word in James 1.12 that says, Those who stand firm during testing are blessed. They are tried and true. They will receive the life God has promised to those who love him as their reward. Life is hard but you are always near. Amen.